Welcome to the Rotary Club of Florence Beauty Trail Podcast. This self-driving tour in Florence, South Carolina, begins at the intersection of Hillside Drive and South Edisto Drive. Just a bit about the trail before we get started. In 1945, Rotarian and savvy businessman Charlie Womack noted a great interest in flowering shrubs at a plant sale conducted by women at St. John's Church in Florence. Womack began selling camellias and azaleas outside his tire and appliance store. He partnered with women's garden clubs who sold plants on commission. Prizes were given for the most beautiful yard and later best block. He later developed modern cultivating techniques which lowered the cost of the flowering shrubs and opened Womack Gardens Nursery. Rotarians Charlie Womack and Dolph Mobley created this driving trail in the late 1940s to highlight the millions of plants sold by Womack over three decades. In the 1970s, it was expanded and permanent signage was installed. The 13-mile self-guided Rotary Beauty Trail is one of the most widely known service projects initiated by our Rotary Club. Each spring, Rotarian and nurseryman Tommy Taylor carries on the tradition by leading club members in sprucing up the trail ensuring a showcase of blooming azaleas, yellow jessamine, camellias, and wisteria. The following recording, guiding us along 11 of the 13 miles of trail, was recorded by the late Tom Kynard, a local radio personality. Welcome to the Beauty Trail, a unique project of the Florence Rotary Club. For many decades, the Rotary Club has promoted and maintained the Beauty Trail as a way to get to know Florence, or to remind yourself of its grace and charm, particularly during the Easter season when nature adorns our streets with its most glorious colors. When you get to Hillside Drive, make a left turn onto Hillside, which runs along Jeffreys Creek Park. On the left, a number of homes overlook the creek and the park from Lazare Place, a subdivision designed during the 1980s. Take a left onto Dorchester Avenue and go up the hill. Broad lawns and fine houses face onto Dorchester Road, most of brick construction. As we come to the end of Dorchester Road, there is a frontage road before we get to Second Loop Road. Take a right on the frontage road, known as Cherry Blossom Lane, and go one block to DeBerry Boulevard. Second Loop Road is one of the loops around the city. Cherokee Road was the first, Second Loop Road, and then Third Loop Road. Jeffreys Creek Park was created in 1979 on 55 acres of wetlands donated to the city by the Lazare family of Florence. The park is built along the banks and wetlands of Jeffreys Creek, a primary stream and drainage channel that crosses the city of Florence for which the park is named. Built with few artificial structures to preserve the integrity of its wetlands, this is a primarily nature park with three-quarter miles of walking trails that run along the creek, allowing visitors to observe natural flora and fauna. The cockaded woodpecker is one endangered species which makes its home in Jeffreys Creek Park. In recent years, a family of beaver have made the park their home, creating quite a stir when their dams have caused flooding along the creek. There is one raised and covered picnic area near the Hillside Avenue entrance and one small playground area at the main entrance off South DeBerry Boulevard, which also faces part of the Florence Country Club golf course. 
Fishing is allowed in the park with a valid South Carolina fishing license summer days. In early spring, you'll enjoy the wild flowers and flowering vines that bloom in Jeffreys Creek Park. As you go down the hill, cross Hillside Drive and approach Jeffreys Creek. On the left, see that the creek meanders along the Florence Country Club golf course with several lakes dotting the course to our left. Jeffreys Creek Park is on the right and one of the walking paths entering the park can be seen there. As you reach the curve, turn to the right and proceed along Wisteria Drive. Wisteria is a vine that grows heartily in this section and in the springtime the pretty purple or white flowers can be seen hanging from many of the trees in the city. This street is sprinkled with beautiful homes and gardens such as 1328 Wisteria, the handsome brick house at 1308 and the graceful home on the right at 1304. At the stop sign, proceed across Edisto and continue along Wisteria Drive. The houses on your right have large gardens in the rear that extend to the edge of Jeffreys Creek. Crepe myrtle, dogwood, wisteria, pines, ivy, camellias, azaleas, and other typical plants are along this road, but you will particularly see in the medians the wisteria, which are in the bush form rather than climbing into the trees. The twining stems supporting alternate leaves and small, attractive, bluish-purple bunched flowers are the graceful and lovely but sometimes pesky wisteria. Wisteria is the generic and common name for nine or ten species of ornamental vines in the pea family. They are native to temperate Asia and the southeastern United States, where they are either grown extensively or attacked vigorously, depending on the taste of the landowner. The Great P.D. River and its tranquil cousin, the Little P.D., take their names from the Indians who once inhabited this region of South Carolina. Together, they drain the P.D. Basin. Founded in 1850, Florence was born from the vision of entrepreneurs and built around the opportunities of the railroad. General W.W. Harley built the first rail lines here, and the town was named after his daughter, Florence Harley. During the war between the states, Florence was a major center of transportation for the Confederacy, with troops, supplies, and Union prisoners moving on its rails. A stockade was built adjacent to the site of what is now the National Cemetery. The Wayside Nursing Home was established to treat injured soldiers of the Confederacy. The beloved General Robert E. Lee spoke to a small but fervent group of admirers when his train stopped here, a few blocks north of the Beauty Trail. Following the war, the Northeastern Railroad was the primary employer, and the town of Florence grew around the transport of agricultural products from the surrounding P.D. River Basin. Along Wisteria, see the Briggs Elementary School and note tall pines along the street and many handsome homes with broad, sweeping lawns. The median becomes wider as you approach the end of Wisteria Drive. You're going to turn left onto Santee and continue along Santee for one block until you get to Oleander Drive. Oleander is only a block long and is considered one of the prettiest streets in the city. At Christmas time, the residents along Oleander decorate the median with Christmas lights on the pine trees that were specifically planted for this purpose. Turn left onto Oleander. The second house on the left, which is a brick Williamsburg design, is the home of United States District Judge C. Weston Houck. 
considered one of the prettiest homes and gardens in the city, is the Whistle Smith Home at 518 Oleander. As you turn onto Iris Drive, the large white house on your left was built by Phil Stevenson, founder of TransSouth Financial Corporation. Iris Drive also is a street with a large median with trees and shrubs. At the end of Iris Drive, take a left onto Santee, and then another left onto Juanita Drive. Juanita is also a street that decorates the medians and the yards during the Christmas season. Azaleas are beautiful flowering semi-evergreen shrubs or small trees that belong to the genus Rhododendron. Azaleas are native to the semi-tropical areas of southeastern Asia, North America, and southern Europe. They thrive in acidic soils and where they will receive direct sunlight for part of the day. At the end of Juanita, take a right turn on Park Avenue for one block and then another right turn onto Azalea Lane. Azalea Lane runs along Lucas Park. The homes on the right face the park, which includes a fountain and flowering shrubs, including azaleas, spirea, camellias, and other plants native to the PD. Lucas Park was created in 1954 with a donation of land in honor of Marion D. Lucas Sr., former president of Florence Trust Company and an honored civic leader. Nestled in the heart of a residential neighborhood, Lucas Park consists of 11 beautifully landscaped acres filled with blooming shrubs and ideally suited for leisurely strolls, picnicking, or just resting and enjoying the outdoors. Two tennis courts and a small playground area are located at the entrance off Park Avenue. In 1961, the Aiken Foundation donated a grant to refurbish and replant the park. The park once housed a decorative water fountain at the Santee Drive entrance, but years of use and weather took its toll and the fountain was removed in the mid-80s. The city has replanted the fountain site with flowering plants and blooming shrubs. Throughout the 70s, a retired local architect whose home looked out onto Lucas Park, Frank Key Sr., volunteered his time and energy to maintain Lucas Park. On your right at the end of Azalea Lane is the home built by David McLeod. He was, for 20 years, the mayor of Florence. Take a left onto Santee Drive and proceed to the next corner where we will take another left onto Camellia Circle. The house which faces Seminole is the girlhood home of Mrs. Dick Riley, wife of the former governor of South Carolina and member of the Clinton cabinet. After taking a left onto Camellia Drive off Santee, note the Tudor-style home on your immediate left, uncharacteristic in the PD. Camellia Circle has a planted median, and the houses on the left overlook Lucas Park. Take a left and go down a rather zigzagging part of Camellia Circle, which will take us back by a portion of Lucas Park and then onto Park Avenue. Dogwoods grace the median of Park Avenue as well as some hollies and other plants indigenous to the area. Continue along Park to Spruce Street. Many parks are small tracts of land in key gateway areas of the city which are owned by private individuals and leased to the city for a nominal fee. In an effort to beautify the city, Frank Key Sr. solicited the land lease from the individuals, then he solicited donations from civic groups and area nurseries to landscape and maintain these gateway plots. 
Originally, civic groups were responsible for planting and maintaining these tracks. Key was personally responsible for the creation of two of the existing eight mini-parks, often aiding in the actual planting and landscaping, as well as soliciting funds and lands. A mini-park named in his honor is located downtown on Coit Street. Cross Cherokee Road at the light, continuing on Park Avenue. Palais Mini Park on the corner of Park and Cherokee Road is named for the family who owns the land. This is one of the original mini parks developed in the mid-60s. In 1994, this mini park was redesigned and replanted because of the age of its original plantings and damage from Hurricane Hugo. First Presbyterian Church was established in 1865. The present sanctuary was dedicated here on Park Avenue in 1959, having moved from downtown. Promptly after the creation of Florence County, the city of Florence was incorporated in 1890. The community grew throughout the 20th century. Organized interest in developing the arts led to the beginnings of the Florence Little Theater and the Florence Museum in the 1930s, and the Florence Symphony Orchestra was born in the 1940s. An Army Air Base was established during World War II. That base is now the Florence Municipal Airport. Following the war, Florence became the largest rail station in South Carolina, with 14 passenger and 48 freight trains passing through every day. The construction of the interstate highway system, resulting in the Florence intersection of I-20 and I-95, completed the third leg of Florence's strategic transportation location. Turn right on Spruce Street. The Florence Museum is located at the western end of Timrod Park in a building designed by Sanborn Chase as his senior project at Auburn University and built by his mother. The Chases lived there until it became the Florence Museum. Directly across from the Florence Museum is the home of Dr. and Mrs. Walter D. Smith. He was the first president of Francis Marion University. Florence was an early rail center and we see a train in the museum yard. Timrod Park is the oldest, best known, and most heavily used of the Florence City Parks. It was the first city park to be built, constructed during 1925-26, on 20 acres of land straddling Gully Branch, which was deeded from J.L. Barringer in March of 1925. Gully Branch is the stream that runs through the park and empties into Jeffreys Creek and is a primary drainage channel for the city. The park is named for Henry Timrod, the poet laureate of the Confederacy, who taught school in the Florence area before the Civil War and married into a local family. The Henry Timrod Schoolhouse, in which he taught local children during the late 1850s, was brought to the park and restored from its original site on the Colonel William Henry Cannon Plantation. Originally, the park boasted a municipal pool which was opened May 28, 1926 with free admission, a playground, and an outdoor amphitheater. In the early 1970s, lighted tennis courts and the Billy Jeffers Recreation Center, which houses the city recreation department, were built over the original pool site. Only two columns remain of the original amphitheater. In 1983-84, the park underwent a major refurbishing project with over 100 new trees planted, new playground equipment, picnic tables, lights, water fountains, and footbridges added. 
Timrod Park offers the only handicapped fitness trail in Florence with equipment especially built for wheelchair access. The PD Forestry Club, using grants and funds from the timber industry, has developed a tree trail which identifies and describes the species of trees throughout the park. The picturesque gazebo and formal gardens at the bank of the park adjacent to the Florence Museum were built to commemorate the 200th anniversary of the signing of the United States Constitution. This was a cooperative effort between the city and county governments, local civic groups, and private donations. No taxpayer dollars were used to fund this project. The gazebo is a favorite site for outdoor weddings and special events throughout the year, but is at its height during the spring blossoming of the azaleas when the Rotary Beauty Trail is most active. You cross over Gully Branch on South Coit Street, which is one of the oldest residential streets in the city, but you will proceed along Coit Street for only one block. After leaving the Timrod Park area, you are now traveling Cherokee Road. Cherokee Road extends for two and a half miles from the corner of South Dargan Street to the Five Points area of the city. It is an old perimeter or loop road and has been called the Old Mars Bluff Road, Cemetery Road, and Loop Road. The present name was derived in the 1920s when a group of homeowners along the road decided their street should be called Cherokee Road, since Cherokee roses grow in abundance along the roadside and in the woods. This is one of the principal residential streets in the city. In addition to residences, Emmanuel Baptist Church, First Presbyterian, Calvary Baptist, and All Saints Episcopal Churches are also located on Cherokee Road. As you proceed west, on the north you will pass several fine old houses. You will pass in front of the handsome First Presbyterian Church. Its spire is one of the landmarks of the city. The principal trees along Cherokee are magnolias, oaks, and dogwood. Calvary Baptist Church is on the right, and on the left are properties of the McLeod family. The first is known as Runnymede, and is vacant except for staples. The next is Roseneath Farms, named for Mrs. James C. McLeod's great-great-grandmother's home in Argyllshire, Scotland. The next Georgian house was originally built by Dr. F. H. McLeod, a noted Florence surgeon and the founder of the McLeod Infirmary. The house is called Dunvegan, named for the McLeod Castle on the Isle of Skye, which is the oldest castle continuously occupied by one family in Europe. The next home is Twin Oaks, named because the planting of the oaks was done in pairs opposite each other on both sides of the driveway. On the north side of the street is the oldest home in Florence, built by Squire Pettigrew in 1843, at one time called Seven Pines because it had seven large pines in the yard. However, these are no longer standing. For many years, the home has been called the Pettigrew Place. On our left are four beautiful homes owned by the Allen family. Just beyond Beverly Drive is Allendale, which has one of the city's loveliest private gardens. Just beyond the Edisto Drive red light, on the left, you will see twin brick gates and a magnolia lane. If you look down the lane, you will see a house built by Mr. and Mrs. Melvin Purvis. He is the famous G-man who reputedly shot the infamous gangster John Dillinger as he came out of a Chicago theater in the 30s. The property is known as Melrose. 
on the right, just after All Saints Episcopal Church and School, is Bonnie Shade, which is the second oldest house in Florence, built in 1850. This antebellum home was constructed by slaves from timber cut on the property and bricks made right behind what is now All Saints Church. The church has a parochial school, which is a popular academy for many young Florentines. As you reach the curve, on your left is Pinewood, the Pierce family property. As you continue your trip back down Cherokee Road, note the trees on the road in many places cover the road. The residents along Cherokee Road have fought hard and long to keep the road as a two-lane street and residential area. As you reach the intersection of Country Club Boulevard, prepare to take a left turn back onto the boulevard. To your right is a busy Florence intersection known as Five Points, though it now actually has six points. The Realty Board Memorial Mini Park at the entrance to Country Club Boulevard at Five Points was created in 1975 through a donation by the Florence Realty Board in honor of former realtors in Florence. The mini park was established on city property and bears a plaque with the names of those former realtors. Mobley Mini Park on the corner of Rosewood and Country Club Boulevard was named for Dr. Dolph Mobley, a prominent local physician and flower lover. In May of 1974, the Florence Rotary Club, under the leadership of then-President Bennett Carmichael, donated funds to develop this mini park on city-owned land. The small yellow flower which we see blooming in the spring on the fence at the Country Club is yellow jasmine. It is the state flower of South Carolina. It grows wild throughout the woods of the state. Womack Mini Park, located at the entrance of the Florence Country Club on Fairway and Country Club Boulevard, is named for Charlie Womack, former owner of Womack Nurseries in Florence. Mr. Womack was an early nurseryman who began the Florence Beauty Trail and brought the first camellias and azaleas to Florence. Womack donated numerous shrubs and plants in support of many park projects throughout the 60s and 70s. The city created this mini park in his honor in May of 1974. The home at the corner on the right was built by the founders of Young Pecan Company. Next to the charming house at 521 Fairway Drive are two houses which were moved to Fairway Drive from Darlington, South Carolina when they were about to be demolished. These homes were built in Darlington around 1840 and moved to their present site by the Wilcoxes and the DeBerrys in 1985. Fairway Drive continues along the fairway of the Florence Country Club, which is noted for its demanding golf course. Stokes Mini Park is located on the median of South Rosewood Drive, where it intersects South Cashua Drive. Howard Stokes Park is named in honor of a distinguished Florence physician who gave many hours of public service to the city, especially in the establishment of Francis Marion University. Stokes Hall on the campus of Francis Marion University is named in his honor. One of our newest mini parks, it was developed in the mid-80s with a different look from most other mini parks. The Stokes Mini Park features a more natural look in landscaping with freestanding azaleas instead of more formal flower beds. When you get to the mini park, 
make a sharp right circling back to enter Rosewood Drive. Notice the handsome yellow house at 720 Fairway and the white columned house on what passes for a hill in Florence. The camellia is made up of about 80 different species of flowering evergreen shrubs and trees and are all part of the tea family. The common camellia, japonica, reaches a height of up to 45 feet. The camellia is native to Asia and was imported to the southeastern United States during the Great Mercantile Era leading up to the Revolutionary War. Thousands of different hybrids have now been developed. The median contains many crepe myrtle and dogwoods. As we cross Rosewood and Highland, note the side streets and their flora. This whole area has been a desirable residential neighborhood ever since the golf course was built in the 1940s. As we continue along Rosewood, we find many additional beautiful homes and gardens. Hanging from many oak trees along this drive, you will notice what looks like flowing gray hair. Spanish moss is not, as you would think, a moss, and it is not a parasite. It is of the pineapple family and gains all of its nutrients from the air, in no way harming the trees which it graces. It bears inconspicuous green or blue flowers and ranges in the Atlantic coastal plain from the Carolinas to Argentina. Spanish moss was the most common mattress stuffing during the Confederacy and is still used as a packing material. After you cross Cherokee Road, follow the beauty trail signs around a few bends heading toward Madison Avenue. Note that while the homes you pass here may not be as elegant as others you have seen, the residents share the town's pride in the decorative spring flowers and neat lawns. As you head east on Madison, note the Burfadai hollies and dogwoods that line the street in Median. You will see a great many azaleas, camellias, and magnolias along Madison. Located at 1425 Madison is the J.B. Aiken Jr. home. The larger of the two magnolias on the left in the front yard was topped to about 20 feet during Hurricane Hugo in 1989, but it has since recovered. Many of the old pine trees in this neighborhood were destroyed during Hugo, but many older pines remain. The 1400 and 1500 blocks of Madison also have a number of crepe myrtles in the median. The crepe myrtle, while not as attractive in the spring, does have pretty blooms which emerge in midsummer. The leaves on the crepe myrtle are also quite beautiful in the fall. At the corner of Madison and Edisto, the White House with the fence around it is the home of Florence County Probate Judge Patsy S. Stone. At Calhoun Street, the house immediately in front of us was built by the late Dr. Bruce, who was a surgeon and a hospital pioneer, establishing Bruce Hospital. This divided street is magnificent in the springtime with its dogwood trees in the median and its pretty neat yards and gardens on either side. Many residents say that the only snow Florence has is in the springtime when a profusion of white dogwood trees in bloom cast a romantic spell. In the last block of Madison Avenue, you will find a number of neat gardens and lawns with plantings of azaleas, camellias, and other local flowers and shrubs.
This particular block of Madison is known for its flowers. Mrs. Purple Brown lived at 911 Madison. Her passion was purple flowers of all types. She loved flowers of all types and was a great source of fresh cut flowers. Take a right turn on Lafayette Circle and we will find many pretty lawns and gardens as we proceed to the right. The house as we began our right turn with white columns was built by Charles Ingram, a noted lumber pioneer in the area. The Ingram house has one of the oldest gardens in Florence. The yard is filled with azaleas, camellias, and magnolia trees. The first block of Jackson is quite striking. Darlington oaks still line the street. The trees in the median are mainly white dogwoods. During the Christmas season, the median is decorated with lighted Christmas trees, a Florence tradition that is believed to have started on this block. The home on your right, the northeast corner of Franklin and Jackson, was the home of Dr. Julian Price, Florence's foremost pediatrician for almost 60 years. Mrs. Price maintained a beautiful garden around the house and adjacent lot. She was also a flower show judge for many years. The very large camellia tree in the front yard is over 50 years old and may be the largest in the city. There are also two maples in the front of the yard. When you reach the corner of Jackson and Franklin, the White House on the northwest corner was originally built by the Avant family. The yard has several Darlington Oaks worth noting. At the intersection, take a quick right onto Jackson. This area of Florence was farmlands until World War II. Most of the houses on Edisto, Madison, and Jackson were constructed in the immediate years following the Second World War. On your left as we turn is the home of Mr. and Mrs. Hicks Harwell. He was a longtime member of the state legislature. The home on the left maintains a beautiful garden. Many of the homes in this neighborhood have been occupied by the same family for nearly 50 years. The neighborhood was originally developed by Lucas and Company and known as Colonial Heights. The street names, Madison, Jackson, Franklin, Calhoun, and Lafayette, all reflect colonial figures. The origin of Heights is unknown since, like the rest of Florence, the terrain is virtually flat. When you get to the corner of Edisto Drive, make a left turn onto Edisto. On your left, after the turn, in a pine thicket, you will see an old boxwood garden, and the house on your left was formerly the house of the McIntosh family. Mrs. McIntosh operated a kindergarten in the basement of the house. The basement was also converted to the first in-home bomb shelter in Florence during the Cold War bomb scare. Mr. McIntosh was renowned for his boxwoods. He maintained a boxwood nursery on the adjacent lot, and his nursery was the source for many of the older boxwoods you will see on the trail. At the stoplight on the corner of Cherokee and Edisto, continue down Edisto Drive. Edisto Drive is named for an Indian tribe which inhabited South Carolina before the European settlers arrived. There is also an Edisto River in South Carolina. Many of South Carolina's streets and rivers are given Indian names such as Cumbee, Congaree, Wateree, to name just a few. 
The population of the greater Florence area is approximately 115,000. The altitude ranges from 100 to 150 feet above sea level, and it enjoys a moderate to subtropical climate. The normal high spring temperature is 75 degrees, the normal low 51. Just as we pass Wisteria Drive, you will again pass Jeffreys Creek Park. It's a natural environment containing many acres and running through the heart of Florence with much wildlife and flora and fauna. There are also fishing spots and walking and jogging trails. You should now be back where you started. This is Tom Kynard. I hope you have enjoyed your time on the Florence Rotary Club Beauty Trail.